so uh, we'll get on to the uh, previews, not spoilers, previews. Um, right. we'll go and uh we're gonna go in reveal order so you guys know what we're talking about and i'll have it up on screen here but um we're gonna start out with uh ochako three um yeah. how you feeling about this character man i think this character is really cool um like i read her at first <laughs> and i was like i don't know so i'm gonna read her for everyone real quick and then i'll explain why i think she's really cool so she's 625 those are not great stats that is if you played back in the day, which you probably didn't, that is like where every six hand size character started originally, and they were painfully average is the best way to describe them. They just were not good. So her stats, not great. She's got air, chaos, void. So clearly air and chaos are her go-to symbols. Splicing in a little void. Void's pretty good right now. All right. Then she has two free responses. I don't even I don't even care what they do at this point. They're just free. Like, that's just, that's good. Um, but one of them is response after the combat phase begins. Reveal um, your momentum and add one high or charge attack revealed this way to your hand. So that triggers on your turn and your rival's turn. So that effectively makes her an eight hand size over the course of any full cycle of turns. Um, and even further, it's a selective, the second two cards are past her draw. Now granted, she has to keep getting momentum, right? Like, and they have to be charge or high attack. So if you're getting artificial momentum, they might be foundations. You don't get anything. I understand all that. But it's free. And it's targeted. Okay? So I think that's very good. Um, then response, after an attack is blocked, draw a card and discard a card. That means any attack, yours or theirs, you get to filter. Also seems pretty good. Your next check to play a card gets plus one. You had me at filter. Now my checks are just getting plus one for no reason at all. Um, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with this character outside of her stats, but her stats are more acceptable when you consider that she's really like at least a seven hander. Like, can we say that pretty reasonably? She's going to always get one between your turn and theirs. Yeah, for sure. Um, now Ryan, wasn't there some debate or question as far as how she interacts with her own cards from set one that are already added face up? Like, do they ever resolve that? So I still haven't seen an official answer on it. I saw a maybe answer. So the question was... Can you reveal it's, a card that is already face up in the momentum? So for right, a card things that's already like, known, like yes, that's that's the main thing, right? Yeah, because we already know that card's there. Yeah, can you reveal a card? Well, yeah. So can you reveal a card that's face up, or can you reveal a card in a public zone? I think is the actual phrasing of the question that was asked. Mm. And uh, I think the answer was tentatively yes. You can reveal something that is uh, in a public zone that's already revealed or you know known. So it right. should work with her face-up attacks unless we get an official ruling that says you can't. I get yeah. the argument that you can't reveal something that's technically already revealed. I get that right. side of it, but we'll right. see. You can't what flip the something that's already flipped also, right? Like, central right. idea. Like, yeah, you yeah, can't, yeah. If you have, a, if you have uh, tight-lipped in play and it says flip a foundation, you can't flip a flip foundation to unflip it or to flip it right. again. Like, I get it. Like, th- that idea doesn't apply. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's, oh, no, you're fine. you and I talked about this a lot. <laughs> yes, we did, yeah. But uh, yeah, that I think that we're still waiting on an official ruling. I guess is the the long and short of that. But I, I think it okay. probably works how we want it, how you would want it to work. Yeah, and and like to me, I do fall in the camp of it should work. Like you should just be able to reveal your momentum, even if that card's already there, because you're revealing all of your momentum. You're not just revealing select cards, right? Yeah. Um, and if that's true, then this character really is going to be crazy because zero gravity lift. Let's go. There's a throw. It meets those criteria. It's always going to loop like. You thought Eraser had a hard time dealing with that card already? Uh, he's just not playable at that point. Like, you sit down from her and you're like, cool, every turn, <laughs> literally every turn, I'm yeah. getting hit with a six damage throw. And then when I block it, she filters a card and gets plus one to her check. Yeah. So, it's pretty I don't solid. Know. I, I think she seems cool. Uh, I, we haven't seen any of her kit really. Like, we saw like the one card, right? The, the foundation. Yeah. Um, and we'll show it, it here in a second. Yeah, it didn't excite me quite as much, but you know, at the same time, it wasn't bad. Like, yeah. Um, so this is this is for sure my least favorite Ochako so far, yeah. um, mainly because she doesn't pull cards back during the turn. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to you have to wait and get it on your turn, your next turn, or on your opponent's turn. Which mm-hmm. there's benefits to that and there's negatives to that. So sure. I think she's a little more consistent on always getting something back. Because, like, you know, with Ochako 1, you might just brick on drawing attacks on your next turn, and then you can't pull back what's in your momentum. So I, mm-hmm. I get that inconsistency to her, and this one lets you just get something every turn. 
but I think the trade-off there, she's certainly not as bursty. I don't think she can put together as ridiculous of attack strings as uh, Ochako One can. Mm-hmm. And not being able to add speed to her attacks, I think, hurts her a lot because the other versions add speed. So <clears throat> Yeah, well, and she can't clear a card pool. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Like, like, that goes a long way. Both the other two bounce a card to your point right. about putting together those attack turns. Like, like that's the kind of stuff you're talking about. Yes. And so I think she should probably have like 29 health, honestly. But, uh, yeah, I think she's kind of, I think she's the weakest of the three. I think she'll still be a fun, good enough character, but she's, she's yeah. my least favorite of the three. And I'm sure I'll be proven horribly wrong about Uraka, but we'll see. We'll see what the future brings. Yeah. Well, and I think to, to your point about like the, it, whether or not she can put together those crazy turns, I think that's what the second response is there for, right? Like it helps you filter. So like use the first one to kind of handcraft to set you up. So you don't whiff. And then you use those to then put the pressure out and be like, okay, here's your zero gravity lift. You want to take six or do you want to block this and let me filter a card and give my next check plus one. So I ignore progressive, you know? Yeah. Um, So I don't know. Like, again, she just seems really consistent. So I don't know. I mean, I want to see the rest of the kit. Yeah. I think it probably won't be uncommon for this Uraraka to end her turn after throwing like three or four attacks, just having no foundations committed because the air kit is just so dumb about reading stuff and like just being wild about reading everything. So I think she'll right. be able to like play defense pretty good as long as she holds on to cards and she can obviously pull cards back from her momentum on her opponent's turn. So that helps out with that. Yeah. So she can pull back blocks, you know, like, um, so one thing, and we can then before we move on, I guess, to her foundation or just to another character. Um, mm-hmm. one thing I think that's really important that we see a little bit of already in set two that I want to see more of is momentum control. Yes. Um, like, because right now, all the Urakas are running around doing whatever they want because there's very little momentum control in set one. There's a few cards. Yeah. And they aren't necessarily cards you would automatically put in a list. You have to kind of like go out of your way to put them in there in some situations. Um, but it's really important. And if, if there is more momentum control in set two mm-hmm. um, or just in the game soon enough anyway, then I think her as a character, regardless of version, takes a big hit. Um, so yeah, agreed. All right, let's let's talk about her uh, her foundation really quick here. So we got ambush tactics. It's a two five plus three mid block enhanced flip. Reduce your attack speed to zero. Your next attack gets plus two speed, and your next check to play a card gets plus one. And then a free enhance. If your uh, if your first attack this combat phase was blocked, this attack gets plus one damage. Um, I think this card's really, really good. I think both enhances are really good. Um, I mean, a free damage bump on the bottom and a flip that just makes your zero gravity lift or is it zero gravity, zero gravity lift is the six damage throw, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's the throw. Yeah. So it makes it, uh, uh, it, it makes it so it's, it's going to deal damage anyway and it boosts your next right. attack. Like no you one gives a shit about the speed of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a zero <laughs> speed, whatever. My next one's going to be faster and it's going to be easier to play. Also, if you block this, then my next one's even easier to play because get plus two in my check and I filter a card. Yeah. So, um, my next one's be harder for you to block. Yeah. No, I I agree. This foundation is awesome. Um, yeah. The fact that that second enhance is completely free, and like it sits in place, so your opponent gets your rival gets to play around it, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But like, you know, depending on the character you're playing, and and outside of just using it with her, then, you know, there's a lot of times where they don't want to block. Um. Or they do want to only block your first attack or whatever. Like, yeah. think about if you're running against a deck, which, uh, an air deck, right? An instant explosion release. Like, okay, you're sitting down looking at these things and you're like, well, if I block this first one, the next one gets plus one damage anyway. But if I don't block it, I might, might get, get free momentum. <laughs> yeah. So, like, yeah. It, it creates these, like, really tough situations for your rival to be in. Um, and I think that's, that that's goal, really man. cool. Yeah. 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 Make, people make really difficult decisions like that's what that's what games are making it's a series of decisions so agreed all right let's uh move on to our favorite character everyone's favorite character Manetta. <laughs> so Manetta mm. is a uh, 531 which i expected a five hander out of Manetta at some point so 531 death evil water enhance once per turn your rival adds one foundation from their stage to their card pool if it is your rival's turn they may build the top card of their deck face down and then enhance, discard one momentum, reduce this attack speed to zero, draw a card. This character seems nutty. Um, I, th- I think that I will actually play this character as much as I hate Mineta. I think I could see uh-huh. myself playing this guy. Um, I like the card pool clog theme. Um, 
and obviously a, a discard of momentum to reduce attack to zero speed on a stick and then draw a card mm-hmm. as well is really dumb. I guess the saving grace for everyone else is that these symbols aren't generating a lot of artificial momentum right now. Uh, that could change in the future, but they're certainly not throwing, you know, three or four momentum into their momentum at any given time. So you should be all right. Just box some attacks, I guess. All right. So I'm like on the opposite spectrum. I think this character's bad. Really? Um, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, like <laughs> so the D build is cool, you know, mm-hmm. um, but it only D builds on your turn. On their turn, they get a replacement one, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do love the card po- or the card pool clogging aspect of it, and I do think with the evil water stuff that's already in this in set one in the DLC and all, I do think that this deck could be a thing. Like, let me yeah. let me say all that. I'm just saying that I don't like like his your point about the momentum, right? So on water, you can run some throws and you can kind of guarantee that momentum. But outside of that, like death and evil have a hard time making those sort of things connect. Right. So like that that enhance being gated by a momentum is a very real cost for those symbols and yeah it's awesome when it does happen but like he's a five-hander who doesn't cheat being a five-hander mm-hmm. inherently like he has to do other things to cheat being a five-hander and to me that's why i don't think he's actually very good um, okay he looks really powerful but yeah that's fair yeah i think the uh i think the momentum thing will probably be his biggest hindrance if he ever gets any artificial momentum gen uh, oh, yeah. he, he could get really out of control. You're just blocking everything for free, yeah. and it's going to be unpleasant. Even if he gets some <laughs> version of, like, um, uh, what was it, the uh, foundation that just adds to your hand, um, uh, the, the Shoto one off of water, um, yeah. something accuracy, right? I can't yeah. Precise control. Precise control, yeah. Precise control. If he gets something that's the equivalent, but it just, like, adds to his momentum from his stage or whatever, yeah. then I think this character's got some really cool tricks and some stuff he can do, right? Um. You know, like, but at the same time, we haven't seen that yet. So un- until, you know, to your point, until we see some artificial momentum gen or some more throws and like a, a little bit different kit, um, I don't think the card pool clearing kit guarantees enough damage to, or guarantees enough attacks land to get the yeah. momentum that he's going to need to consistently play defense with his ability. Because he's also only five-hander. So right. like, you have to extend out offensively to push in to get that damage through. And then once you get it through, you can replenish your hand on defense and auto block stuff. But I just think it's going to be challenging. Yeah. I I bought some grape rushes in anticipation of trying to play this character. (laughs) And uh, I was trying to show it to Matt earlier. And it's funny because automatically he gets censored because he's NSFW. He's too hot for the stream or for the recording. (laughs) So it's crazy that even my Logitech camera and software is like, nah, no out of here. It's, get get it off the those screen. Sticky balls everywhere, dude. There's like whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh-uh. <laughs> no sticky balls here. <laughs> All right. Bring well, let's it. talk about let's talk about this Mineta spam. So we got yeah. surviving the final. Uh, zero five plus three high block. Enhance once per turn. This attack gets minus one speed. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously the same symbols. Uh, I think the coolest thing about this card is the art. The art's actually really dope. Yeah. Um, but a once per turn minus one speed on spam. I guess it's fine. I mean, it's not. It's not what we've seen yeah. on some of the other spam in set one, but you know it's it's fine. It's not blowing my mind or anything, right? Like it's a, it's not a card you get really excited about. Um, <coughs> I mean, I guess it's kind of cool that if you have like four of these in play, you can randomly give an attack like minus four speed for free, and then you tap sure. the four of them to help you block. So that's like really eight, which is like yeah. a lot. But again, you know, it's spam. It's I mean, got a plus three high block. Yeah. It's a playable ability. I'm not going to complain about it. You know. I guess the way you have to look at this card is it just taps for two when blocking is right. how you look at it. And it feels a lot better, I guess, if you look at it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I'll be happy to run it because uh, some of these symbols don't have great spam. So so you can, you can do cool things with this card <laughs> in Rescue Complete, right? Yes. Um, so, like, you use Rescue or you use this, give minus one, tap it for Rescue Complete, give another minus two. Mm-hmm. So, effectively, this foundation gave minus three. Like, that. that's pretty good. Like, that's sure. not terrible. Um, there used to be a foundation that literally just was enhanced commit this attack gets minus three speed and it was a staple. Mm-hmm. Um, so like this kind of is like a different approach to gotcha, I guess, because gotcha has that same interaction. Right. Um, except for gotcha just kind of does more. Yeah. It works so, both sides. Yeah. And it still has an <laughs> off zone block, but that's better. So, yeah. um, you know, that's on symbol comparison too. So I don't think this card's going to find a home in a lot of list. That's yeah. I guess. think it's, it's totally fine spam. Uh, could be better, could be worse. Uh, not much yeah. to talk about. 
Uh, yeah. Moving on, let's move on to uh, Mac Daddy, Mr. Fireman, Endeavor. <laughs> he's so, on fire! <laughs> so Endeavor, 6.30, so he's a chonky boy, big, big thick man. Uh, mm-hmm. All Earth Fire. Enhance, mm-hmm. free enhance. Uh, your non-throw attack gets plus one damage for every six cards in your discard pile. Mm-hmm. And response commit, after you are dealt five or more damage, add one attack from your discard pile to your hand. Tell me what you think, man. This seems like your kind of guy. Um, so I think that that enhance is not very good. Um, like because six cards in your discard pile, like, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess it doesn't look at the type of cards. So that's something, right. you know, it's like you could just build out and then build out again and probably yeah. be getting like plus two to every non-throw, which is pretty cool. Um, but I, the enhance doesn't excite me a ton, but I think that response is really cool. Um, like, I just I just see playing Endeavor off of Earth with super regions and you're like cool, take the hit, gain three back. Um, your attack dealt more than five, or sorry, respond, your attack dealt more than five, pull back the attack. Now I'm gonna respond, flip, gain three of it back. Like that seems pretty sweet. Um, yeah. so and it's targeted recursion, which is I mean, you you played back in the day. There was a foundation that literally like was just response commit or whatever, it let you pull back a select attack from your discard pile and it was a snap 4x like yeah at all times and you even had to kind of awkwardly play your turn to make it work sometimes but you did not care because it was that good yeah. so i think having that on a character is pretty awesome so um he's got he's got the big health pool you know he's got that that all might stats at 630 so you know the number two hero's trying um and yeah I, I think i think he is cool um i look forward to seeing like um, what his his support all does like if i remember correctly he's one of the characters that only has a few cards is what we're the current speculation list looks yeah. like because they apparently <laughs> put the characters in alphabetical order so people are like doing the calculus to try to figure out how many card slots different characters yes. have and stuff and some characters apparently have like three or four instead of the full nine cards and that sort of stuff so um <coughs> i don't yeah. i don't know how many he has i didn't look he, at that list beforehand. he should be a three card character i believe okay well and he's not in in that season a whole lot so that makes sense yeah. but um, yeah, we've seen two of them then, right? Him and his attack. So whatever his other card is, we'll see what it does. And probably a foundation, um, most likely. Probably, yeah. <laughs> and you know, he shares fire with Shoto, and Shoto has a similar theme of get cards in the discard pile. But yeah. the thing is, Endeavor doesn't do anything to get them there, which is why I don't think that ability is actually that crazy good. Yeah, I think if you want to build around that ability, you play the frigid heat wave ranged package. The problem is, yeah, on fire, the ranged package kind of sucks right now. Hopefully, it gets some support in set two. The only well, character that range package is really good in in Fire is Tokiyami because you can play his attacks. So off the speed, yeah, and the damage, and, right? So uh, I do think that his first enhance will probably end up being a little better than we're anticipating because, like, mm-hmm. starting your after you play your first attack on turn two, all your attacks are probably getting plus one damage. And then if the game right. goes any meaningful amount of time, like he's got thirty health, he's not dying on turn two. Most likely, mm-hmm. like, he he certainly could, but he's probably not dying on turn two. So by the time right. you get through, like onto your turn three, you might be getting just plus two damage to all your attacks, which is pretty good for a free enhance. Oh uh, yeah. I guess the problem is you can't put it on throws, so you you kind of have to do it the good old fashioned way, and you don't you don't boost damage or uh, speed on this character. Mm-hmm. So uh, you, I don't know how you're getting all the damage through because you also don't draw cards other than getting hit on your opponent's turn, which doesn't really help you. Right. <laughs> I mean, so the cool thing is there, like when you do get hit on their turn, even if you're not trying to handcraft to for the backswing. You can just pull back whatever attack has the best block on it. Yeah, so you just don't up die Ice Storm, that turn. baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could. You can pick up them breaker blocks for sure. You hit like, me. That's just a cool ability. Yeah. Now, I do like that second ability. That second ability is really strong. Being able to tutor up any one attack or even mm-hmm. like your best to block on an attack yeah. is really good. Yeah. I'm excited see to see where his... he goes. Yeah, I am as well. Uh, I hope it's, I hope for his foundation that it has some sort of control check ability on it to accelerate mm-hmm. his enhance. I know you're not a fan of those abilities, but I'm hoping that we get something like that for him. I don't mind them. I just don't think you're going to see them. Not, not soon. Like Fair It's enough. just a little bit more complex as far as like to explain, if that makes yeah. sense. You know, like, as opposed to just being free or just having a momentum or destroy or whatever. But yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about his attack. Hellflame Javelin. Hellflame That's a, four... a, That's a, a dope cool name. name. That's a cool name. I can't really see what's going on because the Jesco stamp is right over the art. Like it's him. Oh, it's, it's where he's reaching back and he, he makes the javelin before he throws it at the Nomu that's flying. Uh, away. Okay, okay. Yeah, he murders it. It goes like through the eye sockets. Like he definitely God. murders that dude. That Nomu what is a beast. very dead. 
So this is a 4-3, four, 4 high for 3, with a plus 1 high block, fury, and ranged attack. Uh, it's got two free enhances. The first one is, if this attack is blocked, your rival cannot play breaker abilities for the rest of the combat phase. What's up, Ice Storm? And enhance, mm-hmm. if you have 10 or fewer cards in your deck, commit two rival foundations or assets, or any combination. Um... So I, I really like that second ability if you could somehow accelerate your way there. I think that ability is mm-hmm. probably pretty solid in actually like Tokiami or Todoroki 1 because you're going mm-hmm. through your deck really fast. Sure. Um, I, I don't, I mean, I guess like that first ability is just free. Like you're going to play it every time you play the attack and hope you don't get breakered, right? Or you're not right. going to get breakered. You know you're not going to get breakered. So uh, right. I think this is a fine card. It sucks that it's really understated. It's like a three damage attack. You don't mm-hmm. really want to lead your turn with that. I guess ideally right. you're getting some damage from Endeavor on this. Um, right. I think that's the reason it's it's understanding <laughs> is because buffs exclusively damage. Yeah. And this card wants to be played late in the game when you have 10 or fewer. So, like, at that point, your attack's probably getting, like, plus 5 or more. You know? Right. Um, so if it's a 4 high for 8, you feel better about it? I certainly feel better about it on 4 diff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, all right, yeah, that's pretty good. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm right there with you. I think I think the keywords on this on this are really cool because it shares two symbols of Bakugo. Yes. And he likes having fury attacks. So that mm-hmm. gives him some cool options off of Earth and Fire for set two. Um blocks great, off zone, cool. I agree. It's a poke damage kind of thing. Doesn't feel great, yeah. but the second ability is also one of the only abilities I can think of in the game right now that interacts with assets. Yeah. Um, which is really good because much like I was talking about how we need stuff to interact with momentum, we need things to interact with their assets as well because right. um, you know there's some assets that just sit there and cause a problem for you if you don't do something soon. You know. Yeah, we're so, going to yeah. talk about one of those later. Yeah, I think this, I think this is a this is a cool uh, designed card. You know, like yeah, in a vacuum, it doesn't wow you, but at the same time, you're like, okay, this is some cool stuff. Let's see how it goes. Agreed. All right, um, let's move on to Mina. Mina Ashido, wherever she's at. So yeah. 627, Chaos Death Water. Um, so that's an interesting symbol spread. Uh, I like the symbol spread. Uh, face down cards in your card pool do not count towards progressive difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, this means almost nothing in the current format, but uh, it does. <laughs> it is good against uh, Mineta, I guess, right now. And then a uh, response after your punch or ranged attack deals damage. Your rival loses one health for each face down card in your card pool. Um, mm-hmm. So she is going to get a full kit. Um, she will have to lean heavy into doing stuff with face downs for this character to be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, with what we've seen so far, I don't think this character is very good, and I don't think she's going to do very much. But if her kit is strong and can lean heavy into that that card pool clog, mm-hmm. or just flipping cards that your opponent's already played, maybe or cards you've already played, I guess, is what it works off of. Um, yes, it's your card pool. Yeah, so if you can flip your cards after they resolve or something, somehow, some way, then I can so see I might it be being to, decent. I might be able to shed some light, because this is a design <laughs> thing that they did towards um, the more recent years in Standard. Um, they designed some characters that kind of interact with it similarly. Uh, mm-hmm. They did some really cool stuff with it. So, like, there was an Akuma who um, had a, the exact same static, right? Um, and what was cool was, like, uh, I'm sorry, his attacks had the same static. When they would play, they ignored face downs, and his character added face downs to do stuff. Um, so you could like add the top card of his deck either face down or face up or something to gain um, like stun, and, and and he just did okay. some cool stuff. Sure. Um, so it would not surprise me. And they also designed some foundations that would add like from the stage to your card pool as like a cost kind of thing. So like if they design some stuff like that that comes in, and then they flip or other things like that. Okay. Um, so that way, there's ways for you to clog your own card pool. But you're not really clogging it because all your stuff ignores it. Yeah. Um, so, like, that seems to be the direction she's going. Does that mean it's good and competitive? No. However, that Akuma was very good and very competitive and destroyed people for a while. So, um, I think she's deceptively potentially very good. You know, like, um, that response, I mean, she's locked into two keywords, right? Punch or ranged. Right. But, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if on average, she's burning people, I mean, two or three health off of any attack, you know? It's just, like, so think about it, like, we play an attack, uh, a punch attack, and let's say it only deals one, but then I burn you for three, it really did four. Or let's mm-hmm. say, you know, I hit you for um, five, 
and then it burns you for two. Like that's they're separate instances. So like you can't reduce that damage down. It's like a last that returns it to printed and all. You're like, okay, cool, whatever, don't care. Still gonna right. burn you for two or three also. So like I, I don't I'm not willing to say that she's not good, but again, she seems like she's gonna be very kit dependent. And also yes. maybe if there's another character in the set that also helps with those things, you know? Agreed. So, uh, but it's um, a free response. And free is yeah, good. So, yeah, we like free. All right, and speaking of, uh, well, it's not really free, but anyways, uh, choosing a hero <laughs> name is our, our next foundation. Two five pinky. plus three high block. Yeah, pinky. Uh, response commit, after your attack gets a damage penalty due to your rival's non-character effect, it gets plus four damage. And then enhance, add this card to your card pool face down. Here's some kit. We like it. Uh, this bunch yeah. or ranged attack gets plus two or minus two damage. Uh, what do you think yeah. of the foundation mean? Uh, I think this is going to be like a, probably a snap 4x in her, right? Um, like we were just talking about. Having a foundation that asks your carpool face down to give plus 2 or minus 2, that's great. Like, she just buffs her own attack. Or if you're playing those same sort of attacks, which also if you're playing against a water or chaos deck, they might be playing the range kit. Playing against like another good deck or whatever, they might be playing the punch kit. And you're just like, cool. Let's go ahead and reduce that on down. Save myself a little damage. And then when I go to block, I ignore those anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, you're debuilding yourself, so that kind of sucks. Um, right. But but if it saves you the game because you just save some damage or whatever, um, and that first response commit after an attack gets a damage penalty, do your rival's non-character effect it gets plus four. Hey, okay, yeah. Uh, <coughs> uh, okay, yeah, right. <laughs> um, like plus four is a big number. <laughs> it is a lot of damage. Yeah, and and that's a commit. That's not a flip. Like this thing's gonna be here the whole game once it's in play. Like, yeah, you want to reduce that? Cool. Yeah. You ain't reducing yeah. her damage. Nah, nah. Nah, nah, man. All right, let's move on to someone else. Uh, someone that wishes he was in a Marvel comic book every day of his life and had a different identity. Uh, we got Saro, a.k.a. Spider Tape Man. Uh, can, we, can we talk about the art on this card real quick? I like the like, art. Yeah, well, so the pose and all is really cool. What's weird, though, is like, so his helmet is open. Mm -hmm. so it just looks like his hair has like the crazy like elvis hair or whatever that's like just going uh, up for like miles okay yeah um, yeah yeah. i get that yeah, yeah. and it's <laughs> like it's it's cool art you know like in general but like every time i look at it, i'm like what in the world's going oh it's his mask yeah it's his mask we're cool so <laughs> speaking of the art and the card it's uh why didn't they move the health and hand size to the right side so it didn't cover his tape up like, i know man. Midnight, man you're killing me <laughs> maybe he's like throwing his health and his uh hand size at you <laughs> oh, yeah, he's like, the tape, catch this yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we got a 626. Yikes. Air, order, water. Enhance your attack. Discard one card from your rival's card pool. Your attack gets plus three speed and you draw a card. Well, it's not phrased like that. Period. Draw cards. That's that is Roman. Mm -hmm. Um that and then is. enhance twice per turn. Commit one foundation. Your rival commits one foundation. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I'm I'm in on this character. Um I, I liked it, his enhance. I know uh, Matt was questioning why it might be a twice per turn. Uh, it's probably yeah. twice per turn because you can play it on your opponent's turn and commit right. two other things down and like open them up for a backswing, potentially. Hmm. And then... Um, he basically has... Uh, was it static, uh, the um, jolt, electric jolt yes. on his character? Which, electric jolt, looks pretty good in this character. It does look <laughs> pretty good in this character. Cheers and then symbols. his first enhance seems like it's really good. I mean, you trade a card in their card pool for plus three speed and a new card in your hand. Yeah. Uh, I'll take that all day. Yeah. So like really that first enhance says your attack gets plus two speed and draw a card, right? Mm -hmm. Because you're reducing their progressive by one. So the math checks out. So it's really, you're netting plus two speed, which is still good. It's yeah. plus two and you draw a card. That's very free. Um, yeah. I mean, like I, I, to your point, like I read this card and I was like, eh, okay. I mean, like, it's it's cool enough like the thing that i don't like about it and, and i think this is the thing that when you're building him you have to accommodate for is that your rival's in the driver's seat of his abilities meaning if they just choose not to block and i say this as someone who plays all might right your rival's in the driver's seat there as well um and sometimes they just empty their hand and i can't do anything yeah um, as far as buffing my attacks this is kind of the way they get to do here right like they're just like i don't want this guy to draw any cards let's just see if he can kill me with printed and they just don't block. So like he needs ways to put things in their card pool. Right. If he has those sort of things, then this dude is definitely got some, some, some legs, some potential. Um, his stats suck, but you know, 
he does, like you said, he gets to tap two things anytime they push in. Like if mm-hmm. they play two attacks, you're like, cool, you lost two more resources. And those don't come back until your next turn. Yeah, I think it's like you look at this character and you're like, oh man, he's probably really good with uh, indiscriminate shock on uh, air and order. But I think secretly he's probably just better off of water because you can put things into their card pool on water. You can ready mm-hmm. your foundations on water. Um, you can do some craziness. Like you can tap your fa- face down foundations, then blow up rescue completed to ready your face down. So it doesn't really cost you anything. Sure. Um, I think he's probably going to end up being really good water, a really good water character. Yeah, could be for sure. <laughs> and uh, let's look at his, uh, his attack here. We got tape stream jab. It's a four, three, three mid for four with a plus two mid block. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a ranged punch, which is cool. Yeah. I like that. Uh, enhance your rival adds the top card of their discard pile to their card pool. There's something for Boom. you. Yeah. And then enhance if a card is left your rival's card pool, this combat phase change the zone of this attack. So this is a what? any zone attack that's six speed mid. <laughs> you like it? What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you remember a minute ago, and I was like, "Hey, here's the character analysis, and here's my thoughts on." It. And they're like, "Oh, by the way, we got you, Matt." Um, yeah, like if the rest of his kit is like this, yeah, yeah, this dude's gonna be cool. Like again, a design space they've used before, the whole like yeah. pitching things from their card pool to gain benefits for your stuff. Like it's a cool idea. Um, so yeah, I'm on board. Like if I don't know how good this card is in a lot of other characters, you know, like punch ranged. All right, I don't really see this making it into most punch decks. Might make yeah. it into a ranged deck or two, but eh. Um, but for him, snap four X. Like let's go. Um, I mean. It's a good, it's a great poke. There's probably something to be said about a punch deck adding cards to your opponent's card pool since punches uh, historically don't add a lot of speed to themselves. Um, yeah. This kind of helps you get there a little bit on the speed if you're playing punches out of any of these symbols. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, that's what I'm getting at. Like, it's even with, with Mina earlier, Ashido. Like, what, what she has punch and ranged. Okay. Well, what punches does she have access to? Like, this one now, you know? But yeah. I think that that's. I think that's them designing for either this set of things that we don't know yet or for the future as well. Like right. they're going to add more to those uh, kits that we just haven't seen. So makes sense. But yeah. All right. Uh, let's, let's go to your boy here. I know you like this guy. Um, I do. Hitoshi Shinsu, a 719. Shinsu. All hmm. order void. First form, name an attack zone, either high, mid, or low. Attacks that match the name zone get plus two speed for the rest of this combat phase. And then response, once per turn, after your rival's attack resolves, reveal one random card in their hand. They must play that card as their next form or discard it. Give mm-hmm. me give me your deets on this, man. What, what you feeling on this guy? Um, so I like this character from the anime, right? Like in from the manga. Like he's just he's a cool character. He only gets cooler as the show goes. Um, I think this character is very flavorful. Um I think the fact he's 719 and doesn't do anything to help himself survive means he is going to evaporate um, in in the game currently. Like, he's also very similar to Eraser, shares two symbols with him also, um, which is kind of cool from a, the anime standpoint and the story as well. Um, but he he doesn't do what Eraser does as far as trying to survive. And Eraser evaporates in a lot of matchups, you know? Like, then there's other matchups where he dominates and you just can't hit him, right? But... Um, I like the first form. It's just a free plus two speed for whatever you want to say for that turn. You know, um, I don't love that. You have to telegraph what zones you're playing with it. You know, like, Hey, I'm playing a low deck or Hey, like he doesn't have to do those things, but you telegraph what you're going to play that turn. Right. Yeah. Um, Cause I don't think you, I don't think you use this for that one X like, Oh man, I got two highs and one low. I'm going to name low. Like, why would you do that? Right. Like that's, that's bad. <laughs> um, yeah. But his response, um, is again very flavorful very accurate um the thing is it triggers off their attacks so really it says once per turn but how are they attacking you on your turn like there's no way to do that currently so really it's once per turn on your rival's turn yeah and um yeah i mean it's okay (laughs) but they can just discard the card like i wish it didn't have that part of it like i wish it made them play whatever it is next yeah um i think if that were the case that would be different yeah, we talked about in our group chat about if they would just give him You Will Not Escape that like yes. costed maybe like momentum or something so you couldn't do it on turn one. Like something right. to balance it out a little bit. Um, yeah. <coughs> For those of you who don't know what You Will Not Escape is, uh, don't search it. It'll just make you sad. But yeah. it's it's an action from way back when. And basically you played it after they played a form, right? Just like anything they did. And you're like, yeah. you have to play a non-attack card next or something, right? And 
Uh, uh, non-foundation card next. So you played it on the turn one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they so had they to play an attack. <laughs> so they go to building you're like, play an attack. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like you fail. It's my turn. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think something along those lines would have been cool. Yeah, I agree. It would have been probably broken. Maybe we'll get that on version two of this guy. But yeah, um, and, and that's the thing. Like, this is a fair version of that same idea, right? Like, so they did. They did really yeah. try, and I love the design of him for the character. <laughs> Again, I just don't think he's going to be super competitive with ways is right now. Yeah, I think that. I mean, I guess if you're playing, I wish it was like after anything resolved, like after they played a card and it resolved, because then on their build turns you can make them reveal, and if it's an attack, you're like play that attack, or you have to discard it. And I think that's still fair. I- yeah, I guess the idea is that like when when people are building, maybe they're just not talking, right? Because his his ability, he he has to ask sure. you questions, and you answer. Yeah. Um, but so that's the flavor it's hard, restriction. It's hard to capture I guess. that. Yeah. yeah, it's hard to capture that. I think in, in the game, and I think they did a good job with it. But yeah. um, his foundation, though, I will gladly talk about his foundation. So it's a two five uh, unexpected hero. It's got a plus mm-hmm. three low block. Uh, response commit after your rival discards a card during the combat phase. Draw a card. And enhance flip. This attack gets minus three speed and plus three damage. Tell me all about this card, dude. Card is hot. Um, hot. So like, I've been freaking out about this card. Um, and and maybe I'm I'm just overly freaking out about it. But like, that response is so good because it says after your rival discards a card during the combat phase, doesn't <coughs> say due to your effect or theirs mm-hmm. or whatever. So it triggers off of anything. It doesn't say non-character. It's mm-hmm. any thing where they pitch a card so Midoriya's new ability Midoriya's old ability discard your hand or discard your cards right triggers um draw a card if they go and they um use something like an unwavering slash you're like boom draw a card i mean, like there's so many things where people are just currently filtering cards um yeah. uraka we just were talking about uraka right like her new character ability boom i draw a card too like and you can get four of these things in play like yeah eraser eraser goes to use his character ability and like cool draw four cards like holy shit this card's insane um but then the enhanced flip is also very playable like you know you and i are talking about like yeah i'll just give my my throw minus three speed for plus two damage or i'll just wait till you don't have any cards left in your hand and i'm gonna flip four of these and i'm gonna add 12 damage to an attack guess you're dead now yeah yeah like i mean i certainly like this card i like the flip more than i like the response because the response, I mean, I guess like in, what is it, on order? Does order get passing the torch? What symbols get passing the yeah, torch? It does, it does, it does. So like on order, you just get passing the torch, which is just better if you're just trying to draw cards. Um, the flip, though, the flip can get nasty. Um, mm-hmm. And it's good offensively and defensively. So mm-hmm. I like the flip a lot more. I like that it has a low block on it. And I like that you can draw cards randomly during your opponent's turn. I mean, or even during your turn, I guess, if they're doing stuff right. on your turn. So um right. I, I think the card's really Meteor good. Shower. Shower. I don't I don't think it's like busted or cracked or anything. I'm not going crazy over it like Matt, but I do like the card. I, I like <laughs> this card a lot. I think it's yeah. really cool. Um I like it because he likes the thing it a lot. is like I know how much like I like you love you love card draw. Like you and John both, like y'all y'all value it higher than I do, I think. Um like I remember at one point you were like, I don't know how to play this this Kamui Woods deck. There's, it doesn't draw any cards. <laughs> and then, you're like, and then oh, we yeah. put Relentless Barrage in the deck, and I was like, all right, this is good. Right, right, right. We we gave it what it could, but yeah. what I'm getting at is that like you know that that was kind of locking you into to the, what you would play so far in set one, and and that's why I'm surprised you're not losing your mind more about this card because I'm like it's so much card draw. Like I mean, you're not wrong. Like passing the torch off of order does just draw on command more, right? But at the same time, there's two other symbols on this card. I guess the thing is, I like card draw without commitment. So I like card draw on attacks and stuff, where I'm not having to commit a foundation for a card draw. Because then Some I, card draw's I, not good enough for you, huh? That's you're right. That's right. I got high standards on my card draw, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> let's move on to uh, our next character, Hatsume mm-hmm. Mei Hatsume. Um, mm-hmm. She is a five twenty eight. Um, all evil life. Before the game begins, search your deck for four copies of Box Full of Babies and remove them from the game. I'm going to go ahead and Let's stop for a second. And we'll it's look not at Box actual babies. Full. Yeah, we're going, to look, we're going to talk about Box Full of Babies real quick before we get to the character. So this is a 1-5 Box Full of Babies plus 2 mid-block. It's a tech asset that enhance once per turn. Only on your turn, you draw a card. You discard a card unless your character is Mei Hatsume. 
and then enhance commit to give your tech or weapon attack plus one speed and plus one damage. So it's relevant to know what this card does because it's integral to the character. Um, this card outside of the character that it's built for, I think is uh, okay. Like it's it's filter on a stick on your own turn, but I don't think I would probably play it in most decks. What do you think about this card? Uh, you want me to talk about just boxful babies? Yeah, talk about just boxful babies, regardless of May, and then we'll talk about it with May when we get back to the character. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't think it sees a lot of play outside of her. Um. Okay. Like it's an asset, so like it's just not as good as having a foundation that draws a card. To your point a minute right. ago, right? Um. Filtering's never bad, and sure it is free, but the enhanced commit, you know, your tech or weapon attack gets plus one speed and plus one damage. Like, okay, so if I have four of these in play, it's plus four plus four. Mm-hmm. Which we were just talking about a foundation that just flips for plus three damage, like yeah. I, don't know. I, I can see this being played in an unwavering slash deck as the card you go get instead of your phone jack, maybe. Yeah, um, maybe. Just depending on the deck. Um, all right, so let's go back to the character. So now at the start of the game, you go get all four copies of that in your deck and you remove them from the game. Mm-hmm. Um first form, you build one copy of box full of babies from your remove from game pile. Alright, so you get it for free. And then enhance mm-hmm. flip one foundation, your tech or weapon attack gets plus one damage for each asset in your stage. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll talk about this character first. I, I actually like this character a lot. I can see myself playing this character. Um, you obviously still want to go first with this character, but I think she has a super good advantage built in where if you lose that die roll and you do have to go second, uh, you immediately you're up to like a seven hander on your second turn because you can first form on your first turn, first form on your second turn, and then you can just draw two cards on your first attack. Uh, so I think that's a pretty good advantage to going second if you get unlucky and lose the die roll. I still don't think it's good enough to just choose to go second with this character. But um, mm-hmm. I think her flip a foundation to give you a tech attack plus one damage for each asset in your stage. Um, once you get all of them online, uh, I think that can probably get pretty nutty. You can probably start throwing some really big, uh, just really big attacks, really fast attacks, and mm-hmm. you're going to get to draw a ton of cards. Like, I think... I think she's gonna be really fun personally, and I think she can be competitive as well. Um, yeah, I think this character's too slow to be competitive, but I do think that she could be a fun deck. Um, so, like your point about like if you go second, um, and then on your second turn going second, you're effectively like a seven hander. Mm-hmm. The thing is, like you still have to find that attack, right? Um, like, so if you just kind of whip on the draw, you're still just falling further and further behind. Now, granted. Mm-hmm. Odds are, over the course of two hands, you're going to find at least one attack, right? Like, right. it's very unlikely it doesn't happen. But, you know, is it worth playing one attack just to draw two to then try to, like, build out more or whatever? So, um, I... And, and her flip, so it starts off as tight lip, right? Because you always have one copy of hers in play. So, flip foundation for plus one damage. Tight lip, yeah. she's played right now. So, yep. that's because it's spam and it just does stuff. Um, I like that she removes them, so that thins her deck out. And then also prevents you from just drawing drawing them and them not being useful. Um, Correct. So like, I, like, I like that aspect of her. Um, my problem comes in, really, it's her life. She's a 528, so she's a five-hander with six hand-sized life, and not like the maximum six-hander life, like All Might 630. <laughs> now, granted, he's the number one hero, but still, like that yeah. Endeavor 630. So um, I think that that's kind of where, for me, she falls off. Like, if she was 530... I think that'd probably be, you know, I'd be more enticed by this character. And I know it's only two health points. It sounds like I'm nitpicking, but um, yeah, that's kind of where it falls for me. Like, I mean, if she gets all four of them in play and you're drawing four cards and and you're giving your tech attack plus four damage or weapon attack plus four damage, and then you tap it for another plus four, plus four. Yeah, I get it. Like that attack's coming across for a bajillion damage and a bajillion speed. So it's not that there's not value there. I just... I think that she's going to be slow. Um, like you said, it's going to take a couple of turns before she really gets rolling. And then, but who knows? Like, I don't, is she one of the characters getting a full kit? Cause maybe her attack kit just makes up for it. Yeah. So she does get a full kit. Yes. Uh, yeah, so, allegedly based on what we know so far, allegedly yeah, she gets speculation. a speculation. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so if that's the case, she, then that could be enough. Yeah. I think she's a, like, I know I mentioned unwavering slash over here, but I think unwavering slash is probably just really dumb in this character. Cause, uh, once you have that first asset in play, you can just like commit it, give it plus one, plus one. And then you can ready that to draw a card after you've already mm-hmm. drawn a card off the asset. So I mm-hmm. think Unwavering Slash goes a long way in this deck. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think, <laughs> I, mean, I definitely think you include it, but then you're playing an all deck also, right? Yeah. And like, 
we need all to to get some love so like if she ends up being the all weapon character that kind of helps put it over so that her and momo are viable because her and momo share two symbols together then cool yeah you know like like i again all in evil desperately needs some help yeah so if it gets you know stain has two of those symbols she now mm-hmm. has two of those symbols like if if those symbols get enough support then they're gonna get pulled up to where everyone else is and that's great yep all right and then finally we got um we got monoma uh, let me find them on ultra here so i can put them on the screen i mean oh yeah on whatever so website well, go ahead and share what monoma is to everyone listening while you pull that up so he is at 626 again not the best stats all good life are his symbols his response once per game after your attack deals damage gain all abilities on your rival's character for the rest of the game this ability cannot be canceled and then he has enhance your attack gains a keyword trait of your choice if it gains taunt this attack gets plus one damage um so ryan before i ask you your thoughts i want to clarify some things for the listeners okay um so first let's talk about his enhance so it says keyword trait so that does not give it breaker or stun or any of those keyword abilities what it does give it is kick punch um, weapon tech uh taunt and just for the record taunt is a keyword ability that does or a keyword trait that does absolutely nothing and doesn't even show up on a lot of things so i'm really hoping they actually put it by default on some of his stuff but if they don't, I also kind of love that because if you know this character from the anime, he literally yeah. just sits here and just taunts class 1A all the time. And yes. he's kind of awful. But it's still really <laughs> awesome that they put that on his character. Yes. Um, and then let's talk about his response. So his response is really accurate also to his character because his quirk lets him mimic someone else's quirk. Like once he makes contact with them, he can use their quirk for a certain amount of time. Um, so they made his ability do exactly that. Like once he makes contact with them, he gets to take their character card abilities. That's so cool. Yeah. What are your thoughts? <clears throat> so I-, I think we'll probably be able to do some cool things with this character. I don't know if he's a better sideboard character than your starting character. Like that's, that's a debate for other people to have. Cause I don't know. Like I've barely had a chance to look at him, but um, I think he'll be cool to do. Um, he'll be good for certain attack lineups, right? Um, right. so for random, like punch or weapon or whatever keyword, what all the keyword traits you just listed off are, mm-hmm. if there's stuff that interacts with that, he goes in that keyword and it lasts until the rest of the turn. Um, so, you know, if something's looking for like a certain number of weapon cards or punch cards in your card pool, um, you can throw this on all your stuff and do fun stuff, or you can just give everything taunt and give it plus one damage if that's if you need to do that as well. Right, yeah, just just a free damage on everything, which isn't the best, but whatever, it's free. Yeah. Um, so I'm right there with you. Like, I really like the design of this character. Um, I think what you do is you just build a good deck, like just in general, with mm-hmm. him. Um, and you, you plan on worst case scenario, my character just gets plus one damage to all my attacks. That's kind of worst case. That's not great. But maybe I gain some random cool thing from my rival, um, so like maybe you live the dream and you sit down across from that 50% Kirishima field and you're like, Oh heck yeah, I'm going to build a free foundation and I'm going to pick stuff up <laughs> and my attacks get an additional plus one. You yeah. suck. I'm awesome. Let's go. You know, like, um, yeah. but I don't think you plan around that. Right. Like you don't, cause you sit down across from someone like a racer head. Right. And you're like, well, I don't run a race. So this doesn't do anything really. I just get to draw two cards whenever I play my action, <laughs> which isn't terrible, but it ain't great. So um, it's going to be the too question, inconsistent in that capacity. Yeah. The question is, do you put one erase in your sideboard if you're playing all? That way you can copy that and then actually use erase. Let's go. Yeah, right? <laughs> you're just sitting here stealing people's quirks. You're like, oh, I'm the best. I'm a legend. I mean, It'd be hilarious. I think if you put this character in your sideboard, you definitely do that. Like you put that one X erase <laughs> in your sideboard. Also, you're like, you know, uh, just in case. <laughs> yeah, it'd be hilarious. Then you have to like get in your discard pile somehow. But hey. We'll yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll figure that out later. We're just, we're just in the brainstorming phase. But, we're here um, for the memes. Yeah, but I do think that he's really well designed. Yeah. Um, I think that's a cool ability. I, I hope that it play, pans out right. Like, um, but so far, a lot of the characters are designed specifically for their kit that I feel like it'd be really hard to ever plan on him doing stuff. And, and from the looks of it, with his attack that we'll talk about here in just a minute they don't really plan on him gaining other people's abilities either. Yeah. Like his attack is kind of generic, right? Like 
Um, so his attack um, is copy Harden, which, you know, ironically, copying Kirishima. Um, and it's a four difficulty, <coughs> three check, four high for three, plus two high block. Um, it's got breaker one, so that's really cool. And it's got slam on it. All right, whatever, just another keyword um, trait. And it's enhance, add one foundation from your stage to your hand. This tag is plus three damage. Okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> add that good. foundation back up to your hand and give your attack plus three damage. Dope. Um, then I'm going to give it taunt, give it plus one more damage. So this thing's going to be a four high doing seven on yep. a four check that, that gives you a card. How you feel about that, Ryan? Feeling good? Yeah, and then you commit uh, Harden to give it plus three more damage. Yeah, because it has the word Harden in the title. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, yeah, hilarious. so I mean, like, just just go ahead. Know that this is going to be in all the new Kirishima good list. Go ahead and know that. Um, but, but yeah, so I... I don't know. Like, I think that's just a generically good card. It's kind of my point. And it's not specifically designed around, like, if you've copied an ability or anything like that, it's really narrow for him. Yeah. And I think that's done intentionally. His cards are probably just going to be generically pretty good. I don't know, again, if he's getting a full kit or not. But either way... Um, I think he's really cool design. I think this attack seems good. Yep. Um, I look forward to seeing what the rest of his stuff is. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited about a four half or six on a four difficulty. I mean, being able to pick up any of your flip stuff at any point during the game. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're playing this off. If you're playing this off life, uh, you just like tight lipped anything and then pick it back up. Maybe mm -hmm. you just flip tight lipped itself, pick it back up, and then replay it since it's a spam, and you can get it back out easy at the end of your turn. And then yeah. you added four damage off of one tight lipped. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Don't mind if I do. All right. Well, that is uh that is everything. We got a uh, seven new characters we just went over, uh, or eight new characters. And uh I guess by the time you hear from us again, there'll probably be about eight more new characters. Right. So um it seems like there's just an infinite supply of characters in this set, but hopefully we start seeing some uh some rares and ultra rares soon. We've only seen one rare card out of all the spoilers they've done so far. Yeah, um, previews. All the previews they've done so far. Ah, I was testing you and you called it. Good yeah, job. Not every time. Yeah, <laughs> on it. But uh, that's going to be it for the show today, guys. Um, make sure you uh, like and subscribe to our channel. And uh, make sure you check out the website, universesacademy.org, where you can see all the previews and reveals. Uh, they'll right. be up in chronological order, so you can see you know, what day they came out. Uh, we got all your learn how to play stuff, so if you don't know what the heck's going on and you just saw a picture of like uh, Shinjo, Shinji, whatever that character's name is, online somewhere, Armonima, and you're like, man, this card game looks cool. Uh, there's some sweet stuff on there for you. Um, and then, you know, we got our podcast version of this, audio only. It's on Spotify. It's on Google Podcast. It's on Apple Podcasts. Hopefully uh, one much, of those platforms you're listening to it right now, right? Yeah, probably it's on one of those but platforms. You can get it from all of them. Yeah, if you're on YouTube and you didn't know, now you know. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's about it, unless you got anything, Matt. Yeah, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah. We'll catch up with you guys later. Have a good one.